You want to sign to a record label, huh? Well, you've got to make sure you go about it the right way. All right, so you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go! Welcome to the I Am Northbound Podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. Now, if you've heard me before, you would have heard me say that you don't need a record label to make big things happen for your music. And that is absolutely true. You don't. But there might come a time in which you think a partnership with a record label is the right decision to propel you forward in your music career. And whenever that time comes, you've got to go about it the right way. The truth is, it's all about relationship management. And if you don't manage these relationships correctly, you're going to burn those bridges and not be able to cross them. So, it's absolutely essential that you get this right. It's a delicate balance, but if you can master it, you can make big things happen for your music. But unfortunately, most music artists get it wrong. And that's what today's episode's about. Let's talk about the five reasons as to why most music artists fail when contacting record labels. Number one, the artist is not ready. I get contacted nearly every single day by an artist asking me what's the secret to getting signed to a record label because they truly believe that they need one to take that next step with their music career. Now, I understand where this thought comes from, okay? The music industry has changed so quickly over the last few years that a lot of people are still caught up in old ways of thinking. And they talk to their friends who might've been in a band a few years ago or been a music artist a few years ago and they'll tell them how they used to operate and the more modern day artists will assume that's how they should operate too. And that leads to a uh, incorrect line of thinking in today's day and age. And it is true, the music industry is nothing like what it used to be, but record labels aren't as powerful either. Record labels are nowhere near the industry behemoths that they used to be just a few years ago. And it's because of that, it's even harder than it has ever been to get signed to a record label. I've seen music artists contact record labels after their first song. They'll record a demo, get so hyped on it and think it's the greatest thing to ever be heard on this earth and will straight away want to contact record labels. I remember working with bands in my recording studio and overhearing their conversations while they're outside and you'd be surprised how many of them were, uh, you know, throwing around ideas of sending their demo that they were recording with me uh, to record labels, even though it might have only been their first recording they've ever released to the world because they seem to think that their music is just that good that anyone that hears it is going to love it just as much as they do. And that's why it's incredibly important to separate objective versus subjective thinking when it comes to your music. Don't look for shortcuts in this music industry, okay? Because record labels definitely are not it. You have to make sure that you've taken the time to grow first. Number two, the label isn't already interested yet. No matter what anyone has told you, you can't sit back and wait to be discovered, okay? You need to go out there and earn it. And the first thing you need to do before you even think about contacting any record label whatsoever is build proven momentum because it's the new music industry and labels want to see proven momentum before they even consider an artist. Ultimately, all this is is just one giant business decision for them and they have to make the right decision. It doesn't matter how good your music is if you don't have proven momentum behind it, labels are not going to be interested in you. You need proven momentum first. Great music without momentum will always lose to good music with momentum. So you have to build that proven momentum before you even think about contacting a record label. You have to make sure that there's a ton of engagement on your profile. You have to make sure that your followers are active and are willing to support you. You have to show that you're currently touring and playing shows and that you are filling those venues. And lastly, you have to make sure that you are bringing some form of income in. You have to prove to these record labels that you are a smart investment. Because realistically, no matter how good your music is, you just can't expect a reply from them if they've never heard of you before. 
before. Number three, the artist has no understanding of email tone or content. So I don't know if you know this, but a few years back, I used to run a record label and I'd have artists contact me all the time. And I'd usually receive one of two emails. The first would just say, can you sign me? But that's a terrible email because it's too short there's no subject matter, it's not conversational at all, and it's a terrible tone to speak in. The second type of email that I'd usually receive was a 42 page thesis on why I should sign them. But the problem with that type of email is that it's far too long. You can't expect anyone in their busy day to sit there and read through all of that information. You would assume that anything that long is just going to be irrelevant or ego fueled content. And that makes it very easy to hit close and not read it. The truth is label executives are busy people. They don't have time to read 10 page emails. The email that you send needs to get straight to the point and show professionalism. If you send a 10 page email, you're clearly stating to that record label that you have no idea how the industry works, or you'd know that record labels don't like receiving emails that long. So be professional. Don't include your bio as part of the body of your email or it will become too long. Make sure that's included as part of your EPK and never ever attach any files to your email, okay? It just clogs up their inbox and makes them really mad. It may seem complicated because you might be thinking of it like a uh, like a minefield that you, you know, make sure you don't step wrong or it might not work for you. Uh, but it really doesn't have to be that hard. We built a tool specifically for this at IamNorthbound.com. It's called the Essential Email Generator and it's going to build you the perfect industry standard template to send out to anyone you want to contact in this industry. All you've got to do is fill in the information that's relevant to you and your music, hit generate, and it will build you the perfect email to send out to record labels. Number four, the artist doesn't send the email at the correct time or to the right person. Emails pile up just like a letterbox. So to make sure that your email doesn't get lost among the others, you need to make sure that you send it at the right time. And to the right person too, don't send any emails to the receptionist. Try to find exactly who you need to speak to and send it directly to them. Avoid gatekeepers at any cost. Before you send your email, you have to make sure that you understand the label you're contacting and the time zone that they're in. And then consider the day of the week that you're sending it. If you send your email at any time on the weekend, it's going to be read Monday morning. But the problem with that is your email is now competing with those two or three days worth of backed up emails and now you're just competing with a sea of noise. Ideally, you'd want your email to be read on a Tuesday or a Wednesday around lunchtime because that means they've had enough time to catch up on their Monday emails, but it's not the end of the week yet. And that's considering it on a week perspective, but consider it on a day perspective too. Lunchtime means that they've had time to catch up on their morning emails, but it's not yet the end of the day, which means that your email might be postponed and then eventually forgotten about. So ultimately, when it comes down to it, your goal is to make sure that whenever you send that email, it stands the best chance of being read immediately. No more sending emails late at night whenever it's convenient to you. You have to be thinking about who's receiving it on the other end if you want your emails to be read. Number five, the artist doesn't follow up. Oh man, I see so many opportunities wasted by artists who don't follow up. Use an emailing service that allows you to see when the recipient has opened the email that you've sent. This way you know if your email's even been read. Now, sometimes if you send an email through and they're not interested, they might not open it intentionally. They might not be interested, but you won't know that unless you follow up. Don't be one of those artists that think that if you send an email and you don't immediately receive a reply that the person on the other end isn't interested because the truth is there is many degrees of interestedness and you need to find where your recipient sits on that scale. And that means you must follow up. And the essential email generator has the perfect templates for follow up too. So I mean, if you're not over at IamNorthbound.com using that thing, I don't know what you're doing because it's free and it's really gonna help you with your music career. 
So if you find that your recipient is opening your emails but not replying, they might be interested. They just might not have had time to write back to you yet. But again, you won't know unless you follow up. So I understand that when contacting a record label that you hope can do big things for your music career, someone that you really wanna work with, the last thing you wanna do is spam them. But following up is not spamming, okay? It's professional. Here's what you do. Send an email and wait four days. If there's no response, send a follow-up. If there's no response to that, wait four more days, then send a final email. If after that amount of time, you've still received no response, they probably aren't interested. But then again, they might be. That's why I recommend to pick up the phone and make a call just to make sure. You never know, that phone call could change your life. So there's an art to sending emails to record labels, sure, but if you follow these five steps that I've given you today, you'll see the best chances of success. But you have to remember, before you send any emails, you have to make sure that you've shown proven momentum with your music before you can expect a record label to reply to you. I can't stress that enough. But chances are you can do more for your music career without needing a record label anyway. You know, we live in the best age to be a music artist. And in that time you spent emailing all those record labels and following up and making phone calls, you could have made some big things happen for your music by yourself. Don't think you need anyone else to make your music dreams happen. Thanks for listening to the I Am Northbound podcast. We'd love it if you would consider subscribing and leaving a comment or a review. It helps us more than you know. If you loved today's episode, please share it around. That way we can help even more artists change the world. And if you're serious about reaching your music goals, make sure that you've signed up to our free inner circle, I Am Northbound. You'll get immediate access to a vault full of content and tools that will help you dominate this new music industry. Seriously, it's like a cheat code for music artists. Now get out there and let your music change the world. 